Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Rambling Viking Podcast. Coming at you again. Just gonna have some random funness today. Stepping back into the Mead Hall to get some fun thoughts and tales and just good Mead Hall talk. And that literally has nothing to do with an actual Mead Hall or Mead. That is just a play on the title, obviously. So, hope everyone's been having a good week so far. Been a lot of stuff going on. So one thing that has come up in my life is my buddy showed me this app, and it is called the Poop Map, or it's called Poop Map. It's got a little little poop emoji as the logo, and the entire concept is it's a social media, basically it's a social media around your poops. So it has a map, and there's a button, and it says drop the poop, and you can drop the poop, and then you put the location. Um, which is optional, so like you can say your master bathroom, or you just say home, or whatever. Then you can put a description if you want, then you rate it one to five stars, and you could even put a picture if you were so inclined. I don't put pictures, but uh, if you're weird like a, oh no, I didn't want to drop that. I accidentally dropped a poop. Fake poop. But it's something that's interesting. You can even go like, there's a globe thing, and you can see... All the poop drops that have been made public. You can see what other poop drops are in your area. Um, or you can just look at yours or your and uh, who anyone else you follow. There's a timeline feature where you can like and comment. Oh, man. There's just so many. You have a profile. I have, I have 34 poops. I'm averaging 1.62 poops per day, 11.33 poops per week, and 48.57 poops a month. So I'm av- it's a lot of poops. <laughs> I've got, I'm following one person, got one follower. So far, nobody wants to jump on the poop map train with us, which I don't necessarily blame them, but, uh, because we're, we're definitely weird like that. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't blame you, but I just wanted to make that known. There is, there is literally, I know I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, there is, or a few episodes ago, you know, the trend that said there, oh, there's an app for that. Well, there's literally an app for everything, folks. You can track your poops and have poop competitions with your friends if you're so inclined. But yeah, that's an app uh, that we started using. So back to my notes now. I know I also talked about listening to podcasts on one and a half times speed. We have an update to that story. Connor discovered... That listening on to something on half speed, so going the other direction, is quite possibly the funniest thing you can do. Like, if you need just a laugh, you can literally laugh at anything from a podcast. You Like, any, any podcast becomes immediately, immensely funny. And I can prove it to you. It's, it is, half speed just makes everyone sound like they're, like it's three o'clock in the morning, you're drunk, like you're just completely plastered, and you're just uh, and you're and you're saying crazy stuff. So it's even funnier when when it's like this podcast, and we're and Connor and I are talking about nonsense. But it just it's one of those things. So check it out. So you know those of you who are like oh, I need to speed through, power through some podcasts, go one and a half times speed, still get the general gist. If you're looking for a good laugh, like you need, like hey man, I just need a quick laugh. Just do it for like a couple minutes. It's it's just when you think too, like okay, this will get old. You just keep laughing. Funny stuff just keeps on coming. So here we go. We're gonna I'll I'll, I'll do a little snippet for you. See if I can find it. 
And yes, I know I recently talked about Let's Play people commenting, commentating on their commentary. And yeah, that's what we're about to do. But it's different because I'm not just straight up listening to it. We're listening to it at slow speed. If you're on Spotify too, something you can listen to something at three and a half times speed. Why are these even... Can, pause. Why are these even options? I get 1.2, 1.5, even 1.8. But like you get to two times, two and a half, three, three and a half times speed. What the, what the frick are you doing? Like half speed is... And 0.8 speed is just for funny or for someone who talks really fast, like me a lot of times, or say like a Ben Shapiro, you may be going 0.8 so you can catch more of what they say. But like, what scenario is three and a half times speed? Is that one ultimately funny too? I don't know. Let's find out. So we'll, we'll start out with what we know is good, and that's half speed. So here you go. <laughs> oh no, this is the Johnny Juzang stuff. But you get you get the idea. Like, is that not just hilarious? Like, we're just. I will say, like, it is. It's so funny because it's so spot on. Like, that could just be half speed, or that could just be severe drunkenness. And it's it's hilarious. That was that was a couple episodes ago when we were just uh, we were talking about all the upcoming stuff. But that was amazing. I love that. So you know what? Since we're here, and I pulled this up. That's half speed. So go listen to a podcast. Maybe maybe stop right here and listen, backtrack, or listen to the next like, 15, 20 seconds on on, uh, on half speed and see how it pans out. But I'm about to play some more stuff, so probably don't do it right here, right now. Uh, just find something and do it. Trust me. It's fun. You gotta try it. Must try. So let's see. Two times. I think we all get that. But So we'll start at the two and a half. We're going to go two and a half, three, and three and a half. And see, like, is this coherent? Is there anything we can make out? I don't know. So I could still kind of understand that, but I feel like I even partially disengage at any moment. I'm going to miss so much. That was so fast. There was so much happening. All right, all right. That was two and a half. Let's go to three. You know, let's just go all the way. We're going three and a half. Three and a half times. Let's hear it. Not funny. Not. It's. I don't know. You kind of laugh at it. I was just like, oh. It reminds me of the VHS days. If anyone remembers that, and you or like a tape or cassette tapes, and you had to like fast forward and rewind, even though it generally wouldn't, you wouldn't get the voices. Uh, one of the ways you would go, you wouldn't get like the sped up sound. I think if you went in reverse, you wouldn't get it. But if you went, if you fast forward on it on a VHS, you would get that. Like and. <laughs> I play that in slow motion. Oh, that reminds me. 
speaking of slow motion stuff, there apparently is out there people who have taken Scatman and slowed him down like five times. Like he's probably going at like 0.1 speed or something crazy like that on YouTube. And it's hilarious. It's, it's just as funny, if not funnier than just listening to a podcast on half speed. And I'll see if I can maybe find one of the links, put it in the description, but check that out as well. While we're talking about slow-mo funnies, because he's like, Scooby-Dubby, like that, and it's just, like, how is it not funny? So that brings up the cr- critical question. Why is slow motion so much funnier than fast motion? I don't know, fast motion is just like, it just like elongates and accentuates everything. So I think that's what makes it really funnier. Uh, fast speed just makes it totally incoherent. I mean, they can be both incoherent. It's just different. And it's like, okay, everyone can do that already. Slow-mo though. I don't know. Slow motion stuff. Check it out. It's flipping hilarious. If you've seen the movie, here's an obscure reference for you. If you've seen the movie Hoodwinked, the squirrel drinks coffee and he comes back and he's like, hey boss, hey boss, and so he records it and then he plays it back in slow motion and the squirrel goes from having like a super high pitch voice to like a voice that sounds like mine. It is hilarious. Hoodwinked is such a good movie. I think it was wildly underrated. I, I enjoyed Hoodwinked, particularly the part where they're on having the snowboarding like festival or whatever and they're having the, the, the concert out there, the live concert, the tree critters. You can take the tree critter out of the tree. Um, you can, uh, what are they saying? They're like, you can take the tree, uh, you can take the critter out of the tree, but you can't take the tree out of the tree critter's needs. Cause I'm a tree critter and it's awesome. And then they go into the sweet snowboard, uh, avalanche montage. I don't know. Great movie. Highly underrated. Come at me for that one. It's fine. You can roast me. I'll give you permission. Let's see. I talked about that. Talked about that. There was something else I was on here to talk about. That wasn't it. Oh, did I not write it down? No. Well, I guess not. Maybe that is all I have to talk about. I was supposed to talk about the poop app. I was supposed to talk about listening on half speed. And that's what it was. Oh, I knew it. We're going to do some Babylon B headlines and a couple articles, actually. I was browsing through last night, and I was like, man, there is some great stuff. Okay. <laughs> Too funny. I got to ignore the new headlines. I got to go to the ones that I saved. So, let's see. Some good headlines. Man, I don't know if I want to read all of these. We'll we'll start with this. In, in light of Easter, this one was so... Once again, they're just spot on culturally, all right? So, the headline reads... And I'll link to these. Jesus criticized for leaving his face covering behind in the tomb. <laughs> Spot on. You, like honestly, like I've said before, you get away with just reading the reading the headlines, and it's enjoyable. But then the articles are surprisingly short, and so I've started reading more of the articles. So this is out of Jerusalem, obviously. The risen Jesus is being roundly criticized in the media after after it was discovered he left the tomb without his face covering. And this is in quotes. Yeah, we know he's immune to death and all that, but he could at least set an example by responsibly wearing his protective face covering, said King Herod in an op-ed published in the Jerusalem Gazette. Jesus claims to be pro-life, but his actions would suggest otherwise. 
According to Roman authorities, Jesus' face covering and burial linens were found neatly folded in an empty tomb three days after his crucifixion. Pontius Pilate sent platoons of soldiers to scour the countryside for the unmasked risen Savior. We're just looking out for everyone's safety, said Pilate. Tombs are usually full of diseases, and we can't risk having any of that dangerous stuff like leprosy or salvation spread through the populace, end quote. King Herod has asked for anyone with information on the whereabouts of Jesus, turn him in so that he may bring him in before the local health and safety commission. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I, I, why? It's so, uh, maybe, maybe there's a, there's a lack of satire in this world and a lack of just being able to laugh at everything. And so when you, when you find something that is, is great in that wheelhouse, then you just latch onto it. We'll just keep going down the list. Next article reads MLB games to no longer require ID for buying alcoholic beverages. I love this one. <laughs> yeah, this one, I might have to read all of these. So just, this might just become reading the Babylon B. Like that might be this episode. Major League Baseball has announced that they will no longer require any form of valid ID for the purchase of alcohol, of alcohol at all games. We stand firm against racism and will never again require ID and unfairly restrict people from the purchase uh, from purchasing alcohol, said MLB spokesman Doug uh, Wissaker. I don't think that's a real person. Drinks are for everyone and hydration should always be easier to access, not harder. Not everyone has the same level of access to requiring an ID, and we want to create an inclusive environment, Mr. Whisker continued. That's why we will serve beer to all fans. No fuss, no muss. In addition to not checking for ID, MLB is committed to no longer requiring locker room passes or security badges, which are harmful and unfairly discriminating against those who would want to enter restricted areas for nefarious reasons. They hope this important step will provide more fairness and increase safety at all games. At publishing time, MLB was already reconsidering not requiring ID as they are now in an investigation for serving alcohol to thousands upon thousands of minors. <laughs> Freaking perfect. Oh, and it just, it just, it's a good reminder that satire isn't just to make you laugh. It's like a great, it's satire, I forget who says this, is a mirror for like real life. Like it's over the topness is supposed to then act as a mirror back on society to show society like here's here's your silliness or or here's your faults right and and those two right then and there highlight two huge ones in today's culture the 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 mass coal culture as i've uh, as i am starting to call it as of this moment and then this whole nonsense around the georgia voter id law which let me uh, we need to it's funny because I go go to the gym and they have all these, you know, they have the CNBC and stuff on. And they're talking about, they're listing bullet points and says you can't hand out water or snacks, which is not, it's it's misleading. I will say that. It's not, it's not true. You can't, you can't do it um, as a part of like, I can't walk up in MAGA gear or Joe Biden gear and be, and be handing out waters to everybody. Because that is seen as, I mean, well, that is illegal, right? You shouldn't be doing that. Like, it, but it's, it's like, if I want to bring my wife some water or bring up some water and there's, uh, there's ways to do it, but there, there's misleading stuff. So make sure to research this Georgia bill, which post passing is now the worst thing in the world. All these companies coming out of the woodworks and are like, it's so bad. It's so bad. This is horrible. We're going to do this and that. And they're just, and it's just like, this bill has been on the docket for months now. Y'all could have said something before. Kind of weird you waited till after it was done to be like, oh no, it's so bad. And it's like, it's almost like you're just posturing. Hmm. But just, uh, yeah, be mindful of that. And then the silliness of it, of people, what, what counts as voter suppression now is uh, like requiring ID, like the low standard and the, the, 
the patronizing tone to be like, oh, a lot of people can't get IDs. You can't get IDs. You've got bigger problems than like trying to get your vote out there. You need you need to get your life right. Uh, and it, and it's silly to sit there and be like, essentially say people are too stupid or too or um, to get their IDs because nobody's too poor. You can go panhandle for a day, make enough money, go get an ID. And that's yes, that's an oversimplification. All right, this one uh, I'll leave it the headline: Biden proposes two trillion dollar infrastructure project to build a tower that reaches to the heavens. For those of you Bible savvy people, sound familiar? Yeah, Tower of Babel thing, and there's lots of good references in there. Johnson and Johnson introduces new three in one shampoo conditioner vaccine. Yes, I love it. Because let's be real. So I have long hair, obviously I'm a Viking, and when I had short hair though, I had no problem with the the two in one shampoo conditioner, even the three in the body wash shampoo conditioner combo though. That was all. Even when when I had short hair, I was like, "That's pushing the limits." All right, y'all, pushing it just a little bit. Like, like hair and my body are two different things. So at this point, you're just throwing some soap in there and saying you can wash everything but definitely once i got long hair it was it's not ever an option no you need separate stuff for your hair because you need to take care of your hair and that stuff won't work on your body but great headline there not going to read that one this one this next one these next two i will read one of them's a little bit more extensive but it's so funny women taking up three quarters of bed in obvious case of wife supremacy Yes, we're clicking on it. Yes, we're reading that. You heard that. Wife supremacy. I actually, honestly, when I first read this, I read it as white supremacy. And then I was like, I reread it and go, oh, it's wife supremacy. (coughs) All right. Local husband, Brennan Matthews, called the wife supremacy hotline early this morning to submit a complaint about his wife, Cindy. Matthews claimed that his wife, who he has suspected of wife supremacy for over a year now, isn't this so apropos? was taking up about three-quarters of the bed and had been doing so since the couple first laid down at 10 p.m. And this is in quotes. He told me his wife was laying on her back with her arms and legs spread out, kind of like she was making a snow angel, a wife supremacy hotline operator reported. We knew right away that this was wife supremacy. Matthews had a few more complaints for the operator, so he just let it all out at 4 in the morning. I always knew she was a wife supremacist, Matthews complained. She's always making me get the door for her. It's always... Her that decides which pictures we hang up in any room in the house. And when we go on dates, guess who's the driver? Me. Yep, because I'm just a poor little man who only knows how to drive a car and drill holes in the wall. She is literally colonizing my existence, he said. Existence, he said, breaking down in tears. Amazing. Like, how do they do it? I look at this and I'm like, man, I should come up with some stuff. And I'm like, I could come up with, like, something... I couldn't come up with something this good. I, I'm I'm great at the at the initial raw idea period. Or, or usually I'm like, oh, this is like here's a concept. It's extremely raw. It's not it's not really put together, but just in a general direction idea. And then I usually need some help kind of working out some of the details and the plot line. It's like, you know, when you're sitting in a group and you have something you want to say and then to make a point and then midway in, in saying it, you forget your end goal and your conclusion and you just get you kind of but then you come to the end of what you were saying and you go Oh, I had a way to make a point or tie this in, but I don't remember. So there's that statement for you. Happens to me. I'm not going to say regularly, but a decent amount of the time. I mean, when you talk more, though, law of averages, it's going to happen more. But it's real annoying. That's That would be me this. I would just submit a bunch of headlines, no no actual articles. And, and I know there's – I mean, you read these. There's 
and you look at it, there's there's a lot of little details, a lot of like they're short articles, sure, but coming up with this is I mean it's way harder than reporting on the real news in in some sense because real news is like hey this thing happened and you just have to write it out and be able to write and this is like you're coming up with it all trying to tie it into actual things that are happening I don't know but this is this is the battle of the ball here the B explains Catholics versus Protestants Protestants to the uninitiated the differences between Catholics and Protestants may be confusing why the funny hats what's with all the casseroles why are they always burning burning each other at the stake these are the serious questions I almost said these are the burning questions. The Babylon Bee is here to lay all your questions and concerns to rest. We are experts in Protestantism, and we even hired a Catholic intern, so we know about know more about Catholicism. Wow, these words. Read and learn. Definitions. So Catholicism is the true church established by Jesus himself with funny hats. Protestantism. The true church established by Jesus himself before the Catholics ruined it with their funny hats. And then we get into origins. Catholicism. Jesus gathered a, a papal conclave of, conclave of the College of Cardinals where they issued St. Peter the first official Pope hat and Pope Mobile. He then cooked fried fish with malt vinegar and white smoke rose from the flames, signaling the election of the first Pope. Protestantism. That is a tough one. Try and continually say that one. Reading this in your head is easy. When you have to enunciate it, ugh. One day, a triggered snowflake named Martin Luther nailed an incendiary incendiary comment on a giant door causing him to get excommunicated he then went into hiding at Wartburg Castle to translate the Bible and invent the world's first Chick-fil-A sandwich these things got really dicey when he started passing out AR-15s to the pe- things got really dicey when he started passing out AR-15s to the peasants <laughs> that comment man oh doctrine Catholicism do whatever the Pope says and kiss relics and pray while pray while lighting lots of candles if you have extra money, you can use it to spring people out of purgatory. Feel really guilty all the time. Protestant, Protest, Protestantism. Man, that word. By the end of this, I'm still not going to have it. Do whatever Pastor Bob says and buy lots of guns and Chick-fil-A. Vote Republican. Never feel guilty about anything. Ever. <laughs> Famous adherents. Catholicism. The Apostle Peter, Mary, James, the brother of Jesus, Mel Gibson, that priest from The Exorcist, like every Hispanic grandma ever, Joe Biden, Pope Francis, maybe. Uh, yeah, Pope Francis was a maybe in parentheses. Protestantism. The Apostle Paul, Martin Luther, pastors who like to wear cool clothes and have laser light shows every Sunday, Joel Olstein. And then prominent works. Catholicism. The, def- the definitive 73 books of the Bible, the Sistine Chapel, St. Peter's Basilica, the Mona Lisa. Protestantism. Boom, see, I'm getting it. The definitive 66 books of the Bible. Yes, Different number. God's not dead. Veggie tales. Adult coloring books. Dead com- weaknesses. Catholics. Low blood sugar from fasting. Bad knees from kneeling. Protestants. Defenseless against vampires. <laughs> How to spot a devotee. Catholics. They are probably drinking beer, like a lot of beer. They also really don't like abortion. Orders fast food in Latin. Might wear one, might wear one of those collar things or a giant hat. You also might spot some rosary beads hanging in their cars as a decoration, usually accompanied by around 16 kids. Oh no, a little bug just flew on my mic. Okay, good. I thought I was going to have to slap your eardrums to get rid of this thing. Stupid gnat. Protestants. Hard to spot because they look exactly like the world. <laughs> Man. Oh my... 
Oh, and that's a wrap. And then and then a not satire portion of this. The Alpha and Omega playing cards are three decks of fully custom hand-drawn poker-sized playing cards, beautifully depicting some of the most significant periods of church history and useful game pieces. Each deck in the series covers a different time. The early church, the Protestant Reformation, and the Great Awakening. How was that for my list all the all the side effects at the end. I felt that was pretty good. I really rattled through that. Listen to that in slow motion. Oh, I bet it'll sound great. It'll actually probably sound closer to normal, but that's the last article from the B today. That was amazing. I'll link to all these articles and hopefully maybe you're not listening at half speed. I'm just talking at a half speed. Okay, that's enough. I'm too I'm too gas pedal to be able to and too impatient to talk that slow and then if i find that Scatman video i'll link to that go and enjoy them hope you enjoyed this i hope i'm not doing something illegal by like just reading the babylon b for some of my episodes but i think it's a lot of fun i, I feel like i add commentary i'm commentating on the babylon b i'm yeah i don't know we'll see babylon b if you ever listen to this and this is illegal i'm sorry I won't do it again or just hire me and I'll do something. Mm. I need some sort of marketable skill. I talk good into microphone. I could be like that one guy who they have a guy who just laughs at like everything very loudly in the background helps having a laughing guy right now. All I got are occasional random dog barkings. That's really all I got. And it's, I'll just say it's not the same. It's not the same effect, but Ooh, here's a good question. Based on that Catholics versus Protestants breakdown from the Babylon Bee, which side would you choose? If you had to choose a side, would you go Catholics? Would you go Protestants? I don't know. There's a lot of pros and cons to both of them. One's got 16 kids. One does Chick-fil-A and AR-15s. Where you going? Who you going? One's got funny hats, a Pope and a Pope mobile. Um, the other one kind of lets you not feel guilty and live just like everyone else. So, Hey, I mean, lots of pros and cons, but that one, that one I will say was a little bit convicting on the Protestant side of things. I believe that's what the the umbrella I fall under and, uh, which is good, which is good, but it's also good to laugh at things. And that's, and that's, that's my closing message is, you know, don't forget just to laugh at stuff. Like I've, and I know I've talked about this before. I've gotten so, you know, politics is becoming so much part of the world. Like, especially with this Georgia, I gotta stop saying like so much. I was listening to one of the previous episodes a little bit. I said like I I was Valley Girl liking. It was bad, but especially with this recent voting bill in Georgia and on the backlash and and it's like every dang it there it is every it seems as if you know every corporation now is gets pressured gets a little bit of pressure to be to to say you need to make a stance you need to have a stance and they freak out and do. The MLB is pulling the all-star game. And not that I watch baseball anyways. I will go, I will go to a live baseball game. Those are fun. But watching it on TV, come on, man. It doesn't get more boring than that. So I look at it, though, and I don't want to sit here and look at things and be like, you made this stance or this claim or joined this this group of, you know, this group think on this, you know, you champion this idea and I'm not going to shop there. Like I'm not gu- I'm not gung-ho to start being start looking at places and saying, "Yeah, I don't want to go to this place, this place because they believe this and this and this." But it's kind of what we're being forced to in some sense because I think there is a certain level of responsibility that we take in if if 
companies want to keep becoming more and more political and more and more, if you want to say divisive, like instead of just sitting back and saying, look, we just sell, I just sell Coke, right? I'm not, I'm not getting into this. Buy Coke. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat. I don't care if you were for the bill, against the bill. I want all of you to drink Coke. So drink Coke. Like you're a sugary black drink. That's another weird thought I had this week. I was like, we openly ingest something that looks like motor oil and it's a prize. Like it's, it's a, it's, we see it as something that is good. I mean, I'm guilty. I had pop this weekend, but I just thought about pop, pop and I was like, that's so unappealing. I, I'm getting off track. I'll come back to this though. I, w- I want to finish with that. And here we go. The episode just keeps getting longer. You thought you were done, but I wanted to add some more commentary just in case, uh, the Babylon Bee was like, you can't just sit there and read our stuff because there's copyright or something. I don't, I don't know. Anyways, but also I want to talk about this and, and, and I think there is some responsibility. I don't like how people start up all these boycotts because of one little controversial thing or one thing they don't like and they conflate everything. But I think there is, we are getting to a point where there, you could look at something and say, yeah, I don't really care for it. Now, with the MLB, it's easy. I can say I'm not going to watch any MLB this year, and that's no different than any, uh, than any other year. <laughs> so that one's easy. But with certain things, I mean, you saw that with some NBA. You saw that with some NFL. You're seeing that with – I mean, I, I watch – I used to watch, I used to be a sports center junkie. And then I don't know. And I watch all their little talk shows like first take and then even undisputed on FS one on Fox sports. And I was just like, I eventually got to the point where I was like, you guys aren't even really talking sports. A lot of times you devolve, you devolve, you, you go off into other stuff. And I don't know. Their takes just got so fake for me and it felt so played up. And then I realized it is TV and that's the name of the game. So here's what it is, but we'd love to know where you stand on any of those. And, um, you know, what's your take on, on where's the balance between, yes, I think there are serious things in the culture we need to address, but yes, I think we also need to remember to be able to laugh at everything, laugh at ourselves, to laugh, to laugh at, you know, this, this stuff. And particularly, I've been laughing a lot more at politics because, you know what, it's crazy, it happened, might as well laugh a little bit. Yes, I can still take it seriously and laugh at it. And I think that's where the Babylon Bee helps. Uh, can help you do that. You know, you go read some satire on it, and yes, you look at it and go, "Oh my gosh, this is this just illuminated how supremely stupid it is." But you just gotta laugh at it because the stupid keeps coming. Stupid don't stop. Anyways, last note, pop. It is it is not transparent at all. It is dark pitch black, darker. So it is if if you were to check your oil and it looked like pop, you would say, "I need an oil check." I checked my mower oil and it was as dark as like any pop that you would get. And I say, wow, I need to change that. So I don't know. It's just a, a weird thought that I had this week where yes, the, the flavor can be good, but I just go, I look at it and I'm like, why do we put this in clear bottles? It looks like mo looks like used motor oil. And in a lot of ways, it's basically what you're putting into your, it's the equivalent of what you'd be putting into your, like it's, it, it equals used motor oil for us in a lot of ways, you know, all the sugar and high fructose corn syrup and the carbonation. And it's, people drinking pop more than they drink water it dehydrates you there's lots of problems i think the occasional pop every now and again maybe a couple a week isn't isn't too bad i think you can manage it so it's it's not a bad deal but yeah it's just is it weird or is it just me 
Anyways, send any and all thoughts to theramblingviking at gmail.com, or you can text the show, 580-789-9258. That has been the Meat Hall discussion for today. Hope you enjoyed it, and we will see you next time.